Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, happy Thursday, June 30, 2022. I'm Steve Schultz, founder of Elijah List and, the, and Elijah Streams, along with my wife. We're into year 25 doing this, uh, bringing the voice of the prophets to you. Uh, we've got Roger Stone and Robin Bullock in the wings, waiting in the wings. We're not going to delay this, uh, too much, uh, but we appreciate the, uh, your patience with us. We had some sound issues, so we're a little bit late getting started. We think we got those all fixed now. So, all right, it's uh, without further delay then, uh, as a number, uh, another episode of Prophets and Patriots. Uh, let's get going with uh, Roger and Robin. Here we go. Well, welcome both of you, Roger Stone and Robin D. Bullock. Good to see you Shalom. both. It's nice to have you all back again. Uh, I don't know if this is our second time together or our third time together, but uh, it's nice to be back with 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 you all. Let me just jump in. Um, Roger, I ask you to kind of recap your testimony. For anyone that's brand new who may not know who you are, uh, you are very well known, but you are the, the one of the few men that uh, Trump pardoned, if that's the right word for it. And... Um, in that process, you found the Lord. Um, I want you to kind of recap that whole season right in there and how that all came to be. Certainly. First of all, Steve, I have to comment on the extraordinary outpouring of love and support and prayers from your audience uh, based on the last time I was here. Oh, wow. uh, it has been an incredibly uplifting in what has been an extraordinarily difficult time for my wife and my family and I. So first of all, thank you for that. I think most people know that I was targeted in a politically motivated witch hunt uh, because I'm a 42 year friend and supporter and advisor to President Donald Trump. Uh, Enormous pressure was put on me to bear false witness against the president to create an article of impeachment. Uh, And I was uh, denied uh, any opportunity at any cogent legal defense. I was taken to trial in the District of Columbia uh, and subjected to a Soviet-style show trial. Um, All of the strongest legal defenses were denied to me by the judge. Exculpatory evidence that would approve my innocence was withheld from my defense attorneys by the judge. Worst of all, I was gagged for 18 months. So Mm. the Washington Post and the CNN and others were allowed to call me a traitor and a, uh, and a Russian collaborationist and so on, I was never allowed to defend uh, myself. And a time came when it became clear to me that I was to be not only gagged, but also lynched. Uh, and mm. that there was no legal or earthly way out. Uh, and that I had to throw myself on the mercy of the Lord. I had to renew uh, my faith in Jesus Christ I had to be redeemed in him. I had to confess my sins and get right with the Lord. Uh, And then there was uh, a a momentous occasion where I had the opportunity to meet uh, Reverend Franklin Graham. Uh, Many clergymen, many many men of God uh, and others had told me that this was the solution to to my crisis, uh, but I didn't accept it. Uh, And then I had what I thought was a riveting conversation with Reverend Graham in which he was very forceful with me. And he said, I guarantee you that if you will confess your sins and pledge to walk in his way, uh, that he will uplift you, that he will 
protect you from your persecutors, that he will deliver you from evil, that he will never uh, abandon you, uh, he will never forsake you. Uh, and the time came very shortly thereafter uh, where I stood in a field in Boca Raton, Florida with several hundred other Christians within a crowd of several thousand uh, and without shame, without embarrassment, with absolute certitude that this was the right thing to do, um, I rededicated my life to Christ wow. uh, and pledged to walk in his way. Uh, and uh, it was in a period in which I was depressed. I was angry. I was frustrated. Uh, I was scared, not so much for myself, but what would happen to my 73-year-old wife who was hard of hearing and, uh, and unable to support herself without me. Uh, but at that moment, everything changed. Uh, it, it was as if cement blocks uh, had been lifted uh, from my shoulders. Wow. I had a new calm, a, a new resolution, a new, a new certitude that uh, the Lord would protect me. As I would labor, later learn in Deuteronomy 31, 6, the best advice, be strong and courageous. Be not afraid or terrified of them, for the Lord your God goes with you and he will never leave or forsake you. I read those words now every single morning uh, because the attacks uh, on me uh, do not do not end. I don't claim, Steve, to be a prophet. Uh, I don't claim to be a savior. Uh, I'm just a man. Uh, but I do believe that my life was spared for a purpose, that, that God has a mission for me, and that mission unfolds day after day. Mm. An important part of that mission is to speak, to speak his truth, but not only because of our current situation uh, in which, as Ephesians tell us, uh, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against <laughs> the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's where we are today. Uh, this is not some minor political squabble. This is an epic struggle between dark and light, yeah. between between good and evil, between God, the godly and the godless. Uh, and I have a role to play in this. Uh, if you want to make God laugh, tell him what your plan is. <laughs> yeah, uh, His plan is revealed to me uh, every day. But I believe deeply in the prophecies of Kim Clement. Uh, I believe deeply in the prophecies of Robin Bullock, uh, uh, and uh, I am on this earth now to do his will. Uh, this is a, a stressful and difficult situation. Um, what I find most interesting is when a prophet like Robin Bullock gets a very clear prophecy, and then I see confirmation of that prophecy in the worldly realm, proving that the prophecy is correct. Uh, and uh, therefore, I will never give up uh, in my fight to preserve our constitutional republic because it's based on Christian principles. This is his nation. I knew when I declared publicly uh, that I had redeemed myself in Christ that liberal elitists would mock me, uh, that they would make fun of me, that they would claim that it was a pose or a head fake, or, or, or a bid for public sympathy. I don't, I really don't care what they think. I only care what he thinks. Uh, 
You can't fool the Lord. You can't play in games with the Lord. The Lord knows I was a libertine in my younger days. <laughs> uh, but I've atoned for those things. I've confessed those sins. And I'm a different person than I was five years ago. So uh, it is. Uh, it has been heartening uh, to have the strength and protection of the Lord in these difficult times. So good, Roger. So a lot of great yeah. testimony. And if I could, I, I you know, the, I don't suppose the interviewer is supposed to say it in these terms if we're acting like we're journalists. But as a fellow believer, I just feel like I just want to express the pride that I have in you and how proud I am of you, how you've walked out this thing, because you were hardcore uh, political operative. And I mean, the, the in one sense, we're looking at the same face of the same man, but at the another sense, the hardcore. And it's not that you became a softy after that. It's just that, that um, it would be hard to express it in words, but there's a tenderness that inside of you, I can see. Even every time I talk with you, you're you're that much more, um, I can just see there's that much more anointing and closeness on you with the Lord. So, Robin, before we get into the actual other content, what are your thoughts about the Rod, where Roger is and what he's been through? I was listening to you uh, talk, and I was listening to the Lord, of course, at the same time. And uh, this is the word of the Lord that came up in me for Roger. The Lord said these things to you. He would say these things to you right now that I am the wind behind the stone that's in flight right now. I'm the one who's carrying the stone through the air, says the Lord. And the Lord says that he's going to keep that stone moving through the air until the giant falls. And the Lord said, don't fear those around you, for they are not dare be able to keep up with the stone. It's moving too fast, and it's going to break sound barriers now. For the sound of the stone is going forth in the earth, says the Lord, because I set you free and I put you in flight and no one can make the stone stop except me, says the Lord. So be at peace and be at rest and just keep speaking. Wow. Hallelujah. Good, good word. Good word. Hallelujah. Well, Robin, uh, let's jump in now um, and talk about you. We, we told the people that you're going to be talking about what who's uh, who's really behind the curtain. And now we have at least one video is minute 35. Tell me, you call it for when you're ready to play that video. Should we play that now? Well, why do don't we, oh. Yeah, why don't we go ahead and play something? Let's okay, play so something. Play that one, that yeah. one minute and 35 second sure. first video you got there. Emily, go ahead and throw that up there. If they wanted to see who's really in charge, you know, I gave a prophetic word that, that there would come a time, and you may remember this, where I said, it won't be long or I see coming up that there'll be surprise from Obama. Obama will suddenly surprise everyone yeah. and show himself. Well, now he went back in a surprise visit that no one was expecting to the White House. And when he did, he stood up behind the podium, the very podium that the seal fell off of. In other words, it had yeah. the, it the rolled seal. away or something, right? Yeah, so he walks up behind it just a few weeks ago and stands there behind the presidential seal and says, Joe Biden, vice president, Joe Biden. And he said that, and he said it before he, I don't know that, I don't know if he meant to say it. I mean, or he didn't, but you know, uh, well, uh, I know when, you, when you watch the replay, he at least covers it as I'm just joking, but you yeah, know, he wasn't really joking. Okay. He wasn't joking, Steve. Okay. And when, you know, before that, Jen Psaki said, 
Well, I spend time every day with President Obama. I mean, oh, Biden. I mean, Biden. She she didn't know what to do. Uh, and did you see how all the people fawned over him all at once? Yeah. yeah. They, they wasn't welcoming a president. They were fawning over a God. Well, yeah. Could, and see, they, they know he's still in charge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. talk about and in a moment, Roger. I'm going to come back to you because you talk about some natural things you've seen. But uh, go ahead and and talk about that video and, and what's going on behind the well, curtain. well, what I saw, and this was the a prophetic thing that I saw. The Lord actually just showed it to me. You know, that um, He said, "You want to see? You're in the time of the big lie. See, this is the big lie. This whole thing is a big lie." And the Lord said that. Uh, you're you're watching the greatest show on earth, the greatest show on earth. Now I, you know, I hadn't thought about that. He just told me that. He said you're seeing the greatest show on earth. He said the when Obama returned, you know that was a surprise prophecy, and you've got the video where I gave that surprise prophecy, and I saw him. I saw him when he looked around the corner, and then suddenly it was surprise. He's back. And then he shows up at the White House, surprise. Now, the Lord showed me, he said, now you saw where the big top is. It's D.C. He said, the ringmaster is Obama. Now, the ringmaster is Obama. The big top's D.C. You have the clowns involved, which is Biden and Harris. You also have the bearded lady. You have the transgender man that's been been put in position. Plus, he's a clown. So you've got the clowns. You've got the transgender, uh, the bearded lady. You've got um, uh, you. And the greatest thing, you know, I'll go ahead and add this too, Steve. Uh, you know, he became the court jester when the Lord. Now, everybody have to understand what I'm saying. When he was going up the steps to Air Force One. Biden, you're referring to Biden. Yeah, Biden. And he was tripped three times. He fell. Each time he fell, he fell lower than he did the first time. And so the Lord had, you know, he, I had given the word that he was, he was the court jester now. And so then we see, just like any other clown in a circus, he comes riding in on a bicycle the other day and gives everybody a big laugh when he falls. So now we've got the ringmaster, Obama. We've got the big top, D.C. We've got the clowns. We have the bearded lady. Who's the bearded lady? I'm I'm for, I think I knew that once. I can't remember, remember the uh remember the guy, he's a transgender okay. that was put in charge of some kind of a associate health care and okay, wears a dress, but it's obviously yeah. a man. Yeah, and always okay. a man. He's a transgender. Yeah. And then remember the the Supreme Court nominee said she didn't even know the difference in a man and a woman. Yeah, she didn't, couldn't define and she a couldn't woman. Define a woman. So, <laughs> so then you have all of this, but the greatest thing of all and the greatest show, part of this show, the biggest attraction is the trained elephants. It's all the trained elephants. It's talk. I'm talking about Republicans yeah. that are absolutely being led by donkeys and they're trained. They come in, they stand on three legs, they hold one foot up, they can draw a pretty picture with their trunk, and they they can make everything look so good, and people love the elephants, and they're trained. 
because there's no way they could be making these power moves unless all of them are on the same page. And so then you have your trained elephants. Now, I'm going to say something here. But when you have all these trained elephants in the big circus under the big top, and Obama's cracking the whip on everything, you have to remember that. It's all brought to you by the G7 and George Soros Incorporated. This is exactly the what's going on. But what you saw is when they tried to extend their circus to the Ukraine and bring a wild bear in with all these trained animals. That just don't work good because the bear is wild. And, and the bear so, is Russia. The bear is Russia. Russia. Just means you yeah. Okay. And so you're living under, you're living in this time of a big lie. Mm-hmm. And there is a man behind the scene. You know, you've got a prophecy there that I gave where the Lord said, I'm going to expose the jackal's master. Yeah, you want to play that clip for a second? Yeah, yeah, you can play the jackal one, um, Emily. And I saw Obama just suddenly do this, and and I saw a picture of him, and it, it was like a flash. This is going to happen. He would, he would just show up in a surprise. Well, then suddenly he shows up at the White House. And I want to tell you something. And I want you to really listen now what I'm saying to you. If you cannot tell who's running the show after that, then you don't realize what you're looking at. Because the man comes into the White House. He never left D.C. He organized over 250-some-odd community organizing groups And he never left D.C. And then suddenly he shows up at the White House. And when he does, people fawn all over him, not like he's a president, like he's a god. And they're all over him. While you see Biden just just wandering around like this, and the crowd was coming this way, and he was doing like this, walking through them, and they just passed him right on by and went over to Obama. And when you hear things like uh, Jen Psaki, isn't that her name? I got that right. Jen, Jen Psaki said, I spend, I, 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 every day I spend time with President Obama, uh, Biden. Every day. And then, you know, then you hear, then he shows up at the White House and says, Vice President Biden, and just stops. And he's standing in front of the podium with the great seal. And then he said, oh, it's just a joke, just a joke. But when Biden got up there, he said, I'm Barack Obama's vice president. And so you're looking at the, now you saw who the ringmaster of the show is. He's the ringmaster. Everybody there knew who, the, who was running the nation. That's why they were all over him. You know, one of the things, Robin, that no one talks about is the illegality of that. That's not just stupid. It's not just wrong. That's illegal. The only reason people won't speak up against it, Steve, I'm just going to tell it straight out. The only reason they won't speak out against it, if, if, if the Republican Party was what they're supposed to be, they could stop this tomorrow. They could stop every bit of it tomorrow. 
But the only reason they don't is everyone's afraid of Obama. They're afraid of him. They're afraid of him, and they're afraid of the syndicates that are put together around this country and around the world. Now, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at a big, giant crime family. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. That's all this is. There's no difference. It's just a big movie. It's a big show, but it's all reality. And the thing is, in their reality show, they will kill people in other nations, the unborn. It makes no difference as long as it will bring reality to the show and they give the American people and the people around the world, but especially the American people, an illusion of freedom, not freedom. It's an illusion of freedom, an illusion that your vote really matters, an illusion that you really have a say so, an illusion that you're really, uh, it's a government for the people, by the people and other people. It's, It's an illusion of such a thing. And it's been changed drastically. I'm going to tell you something, and I'll say this, that uh, I said this two weeks. Uh, actually, it was 16 days when I first said it before this Roe v. Wade thing, before the, the, the thing was overturned. Uh, the, Lord, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, you go warn the Republican Party. Do not trade Roe v. Wade for gun control. He said, don't trade it. And I warned them and told them on the air. And the Lord said, they're in a back room right now. Now, this was 16 days before it happened. He said, they're in a back room right now, and they're making a trade. They will give them Roe v. Wade if they will give them access to the people's firearms. He said, this is a big trade going on. You warn them, it's a dire warning that they're going to trade the blood of the innocent for what they want. Well, how do you feel? Do you feel like that they took the warning? No, uh, they did it. And I'm going to show you how they did it. And, and if I'm not, if I'm wrong, then tell me something on the day Roe v. Wade on six, six, six. Did you know that's the day it was over? No, I forgot. I think you told me that six, six, it was six, 24, 2022, six, six, six. And on that day, while everybody was rejoicing, and we should rejoice, but what they what they ignored and didn't look at was on the same day, the red flag laws were bipartisanly, they said, passed. And suddenly they all came together and gave them uh, access to the people's right to bear arms in a way we haven't seen in 30 years. And suddenly that was the same day it was traded, Steve. They right. traded it. In out. other words, in the red flag laws, for those that don't know what that is, tell what's the implication of that. Well, that, there's I mean, a lot. Isn't, that, isn't the whole thing being if they if, if they decide anyone decides the local police department decides that you're unstable, they can come get your guns because that you're a red flag you, unstable yeah. person. Yes. Yeah. You you do realize, and Roger could probably tell you all about that. But who's who's to stop them from deciding who's Who's unstable? Yeah. All of a sudden, people like me, people like you, people that are in the gospel that believe in a God they can't see with their physical eyes, they could deem them unstable. They could deem they could say anything they want. Steve, they traded the blood of the innocent children for that. 
And the, the, the thing is that the Lord didn't want either of those things traded away. No, no. Point. And the prophecy said, the Lord said, don't you dare trade it. I wish I had it where you could see it. Yeah. He said, don't you dare trade it. You I'm told me that in advance, and we were going to mention yeah. that on the program. And then it happened before we even got to this program. That all happened. And yeah. well, Ro Roger, you're hearing about this. And I don't know if you have any other things to say about the red flag laws. And then no, I, I want to hear about what you're talking what you're saying about yeah go for it first of all robin's prophecy about who's really running the show is absolutely accurate and i have confirmed it with information from the worldly realm first of all there's an actual on the record interview in which obama is asked uh, what it would be like to have a third term and he says yeah it would be kind of cool if i could you know just from my basement wearing my sweats uh, you know, have a microphone in the president's ear uh, where I really dictate the shots, call the shots. Th there it is. That's that's they're so arrogant. They actually announce in public what they are doing. Secondarily, uh, a executive protection officer uh, who currently works for the government, uh, who has more than satisfied me regarding his authenticity, uh, has told me uh, that Susan Rice who runs uh, foreign policy for the Biden administration, uh, and Ron Klain, who runs domestic policy in the White House, uh, go physically to the Obama compound uh, in the Colorado section of D.C. every morning at 7 a.m. prior to the uh, White House senior staff meeting for a Zoom or Skype call with the de facto president of the United States, Barack Obama. Uh, what Robin says about the two parties is absolutely true. That doesn't mean that there aren't some good Republicans who are godly men and women. That's right. Uh, but they are they are a minority. That's right. Uh, the, the two parties are dominated uh, by uh, by neocons, by by globalists, uh, by those who have turned from the Lord, uh, and uh, it would be a mistake to believe that a change of control in both houses of Congress or one house of Congress is necessarily going to save the nation. Uh, I have to pray that the Lord will lift up those men and women who are running for public office, who are truly committed to his will and to his godly agenda. Uh, but even though I'm a lifelong Republican, uh, even though I worked for three Republican presidents, uh, heck, I'm a former young Republican national chairman. I have no illusions about this kabuki dance of the two parties. Mm. They are one. There's one party in Washington. It's the incumbent party. It's yeah. the big money party. It's the special interest party. Uh, it, it is the party committed uh, to uh, erasing our constitutional liberties and the fact that we are one nation under God. Uh, and uh, their rhetoric cannot be trusted. Mm. The Republicans will talk a good game, but when, when, when we reach power, uh, we, don't fight, we don't fight for those biblical principles. We don't fight for our constitutional form of government. Mm. So everything Robin uh, says is entirely accurate. Uh, no, I, didn't, I don't hear it. I didn't learn it from the prophetic realm. I didn't hear it in vision from the Lord. I've heard it from others, and I've confirmed it in the worldly realm. 
That's why I'm so certain that Robin's correct. Wow. Uh, I have a question, and for either of you, um, and this is this is either prophetic or maybe the, about procedural. But if they, if somehow the state uh, tomorrow morning decertified the election, does that red flag law disappear because it became illegal from the start? If they no, decertify no, it, no, no. Just to, to be clear, uh, what a red flag law would do would allow the government to make a subjective judgment about whether any single individual Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms should be uh, abridged, whether their guns should be seized. Uh, that's a subjective political argument. So you're right, if you lived in a jurisdiction where uh, the government was hostile to your political point of view, they could unilaterally take away your firearms. Uh, that's not what the Constitution provides for. So I do think that there was a, that there was a, an illicit bargain here, mm. as Robin said, uh, as someone who was once very, very strongly pro-abortion, and I was, uh, and who was seen with the birth of my own great godson, my own grand great godson, uh, and standing in as the godfather for another child, uh, and with my redemption in Christ, I realized how wrong I was. Uh, and now, you know, on Saturdays when I came, um, I, I want to march on abortion clinics with other activists. So uh, he's absolutely right. There was a trade-off here. And while we celebrate the overturn of Roe, which, by the way, does not make abortion illegal in the United States, but merely throws that decision to the states, uh, where in a true democracy, those states where the voters want greater restrictions on abortion, they can get that. And unfortunately, in the states where a majority want uh, more easy access to abortion, say New York State, wicked New York State, yeah. uh, they can get that. But it is it is progress. It's progress that I prayed for, but it but it is at the cost of our Second Amendment rights and the beginning yeah. of yeah. the infringement of those rights. Yeah. See, see, I I think this too, Steve, and this is it now from the viewpoint I see in the prophetic is that when the Lord told me that, see, I had no way of knowing that I hadn't heard right. anybody say that nobody had talked about that. I just knew the Lord said, they're going to make a backroom deal and this is what they're going to do. But what they did was without realizing it and see, uh, and the, it was, it was like a friend of mine said, it was all tied up in a night, a nice little neat package. And it, the proof of it is they both came out the same day. It, they came out the same day. Okay, here is the thing. But when they lifted, uh, when Roe v. Wade was overturned in the federal level, mm -hmm. it what they don't realize is because they believe they're their own God, mostly, that they opened our federal government up for the blessing of the Lord to come back into it. Oh, wow. Now, they did because, see, it left a federal level, and suddenly, you notice the some of the justices started saying, now we need to revisit gay marriage. We need to revisit this. We need to revisit that. Well, they opened the federal government up and lifted the curse and they didn't even know it. They weren't even, they weren't trying to do that oh, at all. Oh no, no. And yeah. see their plans. This is what I heard in the, in the spirit and Roger may have great insight to how they do these things. But in the spirit, I heard what they're going to do is they'll, they'll reinstitute it, their plans are, 
another way. And it's going to have to do, I believe, with the states. In other words, uh, see, they really didn't lose the states that perform abortions. Uh, they didn't lose anything but the name only in the federal level. Because now they can, uh, what they're going to do now is fight for states not to restrict it. People crossing state lines, leaving, going to have it somewhere else. They don't think they've lost anything. They traded it off to get to the rights because, a gun rights, because this is what I believe has got to happen. They, they know whatever step they're going to make next, they must disarm the people to do it. Whatever's coming next would require that. If not, it won't work. And so they got a foothold in. And so, but without knowing it, they lifted the curse off the federal government. Well, and I mean, I'm again, on the prophetic level, even though they did not obey the word of the Lord or their whatever truth came to them, you're saying they invited even unintentionally the spirit of God back into the federal government and it's still going to bite them in the butt because. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. 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 And see, and see, uh, to, just to say this, see, when they lifted that, the curse was lifted off the federal government. Now the blessing can go in and expand and begin to put the covenant God had made with this nation. It'll start expanding again. Now, to answer that other, I don't think, see, the warning came to the Republican Party, not to the nation. Okay. Not to Washington. It came to the Republican Party. What happened, they brokered with the blood of the innocent. They used the blood of children to broker rights that could cost more blood down the road. And they brokered it with children's blood. And that is unacceptable to heaven. Now, I'm just going to say this with the exception of maybe seven or eight. I don't know. I'm just, this is what I heard in my spirit. There are Republicans that are good people. Seven or eight righteous is what but I'm with, Yeah, just like Sodom and Gomorrah. But when there's only so many righteous and the rest of them abandon their president and they absolutely elected America, elected a fool, a Bible fool. The scripture says that a fool says in his heart, there is no God. And also a fool in a definition of, uh, from the Bible is one who squanders the blessings of the Lord. So America elected a Bible fool. I mean, uh, but we really didn't. It was a fraudulent thing. The whole thing was a fraud, but it's been allowed to stand. And that's on the Republicans, Steve. That's not on the Democrat. On, on this side where they've inadvertently, not wittingly invited God back into the federal yeah. level, um, do you expect the Lord to give you some additional revelation going forward oh, yeah. to, uh, how that's going to bite them? And it's going to oh, be yeah. a victory for the for the body of Christ who's been praying for generations yeah. for this thing to be overturned. And only, you know, you'd hate to see it where God said, thanks for praying for for generations for Roe v. Wade to be overturned. Uh, but sorry, they brokered something in the back room, so I can't give you the blessing because that's not what you're saying. No, no, you're no. Saying, yeah. No, see, he has to do it. He did it in the federal level. 
Yeah. The rebuke came to the Republican Party okay. that traded the that brokered the deal. Okay. And people like McConnell was the one who helped broker that deal. I'm telling you straight up, man. I know it in the spirit. And and this thing was like a backroom table. I'll give you this if you give me this. And and they made a big deal. Can it I ask a you deal. a question about we have been seeing Case after case after case where the the Supreme Court, uh, the justice, the Chief Justice John Roberts seemed to be on the dark side. He was always voting on the dark side. And then all of a sudden, these righteous rulings came down. Did God get a hold of him? What is your thoughts about what happened with John Roberts that he's suddenly voting on the right side again? Are you asking me? Yeah, well, I am asking you, I guess, Robin, or anything else, Roger wants to say too but yeah what do you say robin about that well who voted for to overturn roe v wade well it was like which just i was there were there were two votes one was overturned go ahead go ahead roger yeah it was the it was the five five republican justices uh it's interesting that obama only assailed the three justices appointed by donald trump uh we have to pray that the lord uh, uh, reached into John Roberts' heart and enlightened him on this matter. Uh, but, of course, we have no way uh, of knowing that. Right. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about, um, Satan is the father of all lies. Uh, and in the last 48 hours, uh, a witness came before the January 6th committee and said falsely, entirely falsely, uh, that the president instructed his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, to call uh, General Flynn uh, and myself on January 5th uh, to find out what was going to happen on January 6th. This is categorically false, but needless to say, the USA Today, Rolling Stone, the New York Times, the Washington Post, MSNBC, none of them bothered to call for comment or to give you an opportunity to respond. Uh, this is designed to cause me to pay more and more legal fees to try through guilt by association and to connect me to events that I know nothing whatsoever about. Uh, so, yes, I do need I need prayers more than ever before. See, they'd like to silence me. But the single best piece of, of advice that Robin and others have given me is speak. The Lord wants you to speak. You are, you are, for these purposes, uh, the stone. Uh, and uh, the stress and the pressure on us now is, for the last 48 hours, it, it's relentless. Steve, there is not a month uh, in, in which my legal fees, what I must pay to lawyers to defend myself, uh, and my outstanding medical bills uh, that are uninsured for my wife in her, uh, in her successful but ongoing battle with cancer, are not greater than the amount of money that I make that month. Uh, and uh, I have prayed uh, for God's uh, uh, help in this, uh, and he has been forthcoming. Those who can go to stonefamilyfund.com, God bless you. I wouldn't ask if I didn't need the help. Yeah, well, I told you that we would we would gladly put that up there for you. It does say right there on the screen, stonefamilyfund.com, because you you have taken hit after hit after hit, after hit for both on behalf of the body of Christ and on behalf of President Trump and on behalf of this nation. So I'm happily that, uh, you know, we even sent something even from our 
ministry last month, but we really encourage people to 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 go to that and uh, help support them. And, you know, and Roger, wasn't that the point? They were trying to bankrupt you so that you had no money or money to defend yourself. Isn't that where where they were going in the first place? And, and it's and it's still it's still true today because I'm canceled, meaning uh, I'm banned for life on Twitter. I'm banned for life on Facebook. I'm banned for life on TikTok. I'm banned for like a life on Instagram. Thank God for Elijah Streams. Gives me an opportunity to come here and tell the truth. Otherwise, there are very few places I can go to defend myself. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. Uh, and the the hysteria that false accusations like this whip up on Twitter manifests itself in the fact that I can't even go to the local drugstore without being assaulted by some jerk uh, who wants to call me a Russian traitor or a criminal uh, or, or a collaborationist or an insurrectionist when all I did was exercise my First Amendment right to express my view that the results of the election, as Robin said, were fraudulent. That, that the number of anomalies and irregularities in the election returns uh, were highly suspicious. Uh, but again, uh, it is this is the way the world works. Once any idea, no matter how ridiculous or absurd or baseless, reaches critical mass on Twitter, it unleashes a tsunami of hatred uh, in which I have to seek the protection of the Lord. Yeah, uh, I won't shut up. No matter what, I won't shut up. That's what they want. Yeah. The Lord has made it clear to me again and again, my job is to speak, to speak his truth. Uh, and they make it very, very difficult while they while they seek to bankrupt you. Uh, the financial stress uh, is only half of it. The You know, my wife is, thank the, thank the Lord, through the healing power of Christ, she is still in recovery from stage four cancer. That's wow. a miracle. Yeah. The doctor said that could not happen. Just like this, just like I was doomed to a death sentence of seven to nine years in a dank Georgia prison. Mm. Uh, there's no question uh, that the Lord gave the president the strength and the courage for an act of mercy in which my life was spared. But now I owe my life to do his will and I won't shut up. Good I won't you. stop speaking. I won't stop writing. I won't stop appearing everywhere I can to speak the truth. This is what he wants me to do. And I'm unafraid. That's so good. Yes, I may be a little stressed out, but I am unafraid. Yeah. Well, and, and, Robin, and, and I was... again, Deuteronomy 31.6 bolsters me every single day. A very wise man pointed out this biblical passage to me. Uh, and when I'm angry or when I'm upset or when I'm stressed, I read that. And it gives me a calm. Remind me what that passage says. It says specifically, be strong and courageous. Be not afraid or terrified uh, because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and he will never leave you or forsake you. Sure words have never been written by the Lord. And I take my solace in that every day. Yeah. Uh, Robin, I was going to ask you about, you know, because you had a word at the beginning of the program about the wind behind the stone. And I, I, there's a metaphor. I guess this is a metaphor of the stone that was going to take down the giant, David's stone, right? 
what I mean, what do you, what is it that, what is it? And this is partly like a natural question. What is it that Roger Stone still has to accomplish that's going to take down the giant? Is it the testimony or is there something going on that he's, what, what would you say? Oops. Where'd your, where'd your sound go? Your sound's gone. No sound. How'd that go? Oh, his, he's on mute, guys. How did that go? He went on mute. I can see his microphone is muted. There you go. Yeah, now I can. Somehow your microphone got muted. Okay, all right, all right. Well, at least you can hear me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, let me say this before I say uh, answer that, Steve, Okay. is that I want everyone to know. I, I mean, everyone needs to know the, the spiritual upheaval. And all the political upheaval you're seeing, a big major part of that is happening because President Trump is still the president. Yeah. See, see, that's the problem with all of it. They can't fix they The anointing has never shifted from one man to another. And so heaven recognizes one man and the devil recognizes another. And so he's still the president. And when a tragedy or something happens nationally, have you ever noticed when he speaks, everybody just stops and listens. Biden can't fill a parking lot with people <laughs> that will listen. It's because the anointing has never changed. So anyway, I wanted to say that. Now, as far as, um, as you know, the Lord had given me a word a long time back that when the stone was released, the giant would fall. Yeah, I remember and, that. And, um, and then this happened with Roger when the president just released him. <laughs> and the stone went in flight at that moment. Well, nobody, I, I went to the Lord then and I, I was, remember writing the prophecy. And I was writing it down. And the Lord said, tell Roger, speak anywhere and everywhere about anything that he wants to speak about. And it said he will absolutely disrupt, upend all of their plans because they think he has another agenda. Now, this is what the Lord told me before I ever knew all this. He said they, they'll think he has another agenda and they're trying to figure his angles out because wicked men judge everybody by wickedness, okay. by what they are. And a righteous man is so foreign to their minds. <laughs> and the Lord said, and just a while ago, he said, I'm the wind that's pushing that stone. And you know what? All of Goliath's armor, everything the man had, he was built for intimidation. He was, he was 13 feet tall, dressed out at a thousand pounds. His spearhead weighed uh, 18 pounds. His spear shaft was the size of a, of a baseball bat, the big end of a ball bat. And he had a grown man carry his shield in front of him. He never had to fight. All he had to do was show up and everybody was scared. And one small, simple stone, because you couldn't hit the armor. And David had to hit him right there in his thinking. The stone had to sink it. And the Hebrew says it dropped into his brain like a pebble in a brook. And it hit him so fast he fell on his face. 
Well, did you notice that Facebook is facing bankruptcy now? Are they? No, I didn't know. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, they're hemorrhaging money so fast they can't even make it. And it's all happened since the stone was released. Gee. Now, whatever the Lord is doing, just keep talking. Just keep speaking. I guarantee you, if Goliath was the hot rod he claimed to be, he would have charged the army, but he never did. And the rest of the army didn't either. And one guy who threw one stone ran the whole army back to where they came from. And that is such an anointed thing, Roger, where you said, I, I am not going to stop. I recognize yeah. <laughs> I recognize that in myself a little bit. So yeah. when you said that, I go, I know that thing that, uh, that's comes right. that says, I'm not going to stop talking. You mean it from the depth of your soul. Yeah. I get it. You know, well, it's, it's it's why my life was spared. Uh, look, yeah. uh, on Monday, I had a call from Kim Clement's daughter, uh, Donna Clement Petruska, who's a good friend of mine. And she hadn't been watching television, but she said, your face keeps appearing to me. What's going on with you? Are you okay? And I explained to her that false assertions have been made against me on national television. This has caused a uh, media feeding frenzy. And she said, do not be deterred. You are the stone. You have his protection. That's right. Fulfill, fulfill your mission. Do not be distracted by those who lie against you. Uh, Satan is the king of lies. Satan is a murderer uh, who is the father of all lies. Uh, so she saw this unaided. Uh, I have every intention of carrying out uh, his mission. As I said earlier, I don't know the entire plan. Yeah. The Lord tells you the plan as you need to know it. We do know because we believe in the Bible that good triumphs over evil in the end. Mm -hmm. So I know the plan, the Lord's plan is a good plan. I know that it is a plan that can win. Uh, and I, I really believe that my role in it will be revealed to me on a daily basis or when he's ready for me to know. One thing I do know, everything that I do do, everything I write, everywhere I speak, uh, every decision that I make, is guided by him. We talked here. I think we broke the news here uh, about uh, the demonic portal uh, yeah. uh, above the White House. Yeah, we did. Robin saw it before I was aware of it. Robin saw it in a prophecy before people brought it to my attention. Right. Uh, because I'm in the earthly realm. I sent somebody down to see it firsthand and find out whether there was some scientific explanation, whether it was a, a reflection or whether it was an aerostat balloon, or whether it was some light infraction. And no, I am I stand by what I said previously on Elijah's dreams. There is a demonic portal, a satanic portal above the White House that appeared shortly after the election of Biden. Uh, and believe me, the Huffington Post and the rest of them, they have savagely attacked me uh, for discussing this in public. Uh, but I conferred with Robin and I asked him, "Is should I speak about this? The Lord is telling me to speak about this. And he ensured me that's precisely what the Lord yeah. wanted me to do. And by the way, it's still there. Is so it still there? Because sometimes the camera doesn't show there. Okay. I check on it every couple of days. About by the way, you can zoom in on it, you know, with a with a telescopic lens and you see uh, it's like a swirling cauldron. So yeah. uh, it is still there. And prayer can close it. In fact, 
Prayer is what will save America. Prayer is is what will uh, what will uplift the godly in what is, uh, uh, as they said, uh, a struggle uh, with principalities. This is not Republican versus Democrat. This isn't simple. Just the next election, uh, America is in grave danger. Yeah. Uh, America as a country based on Christian principles is in grave danger. Uh, we saw weeks ago draft documents in the Department uh, of, uh, of Homeland Security, which anticipate that if any American speaks out uh, about their skepticism regarding the election returns, speaks out about the safety and the effectiveness uh, of, of vaccinations, which in my opinion are the mark of the beast, or speaks out about the curriculum being forced on their school children, that they are domestic terrorists subject to arrest and imprisonment. Mm. This is impossible to believe under our U.S. Constitution, where theoretically every American has a right to express any view. But this is what the evil ones have in mind. It's not a, this is not hype. It's not political rhetoric. Uh, we know exactly that this is their agenda, uh, and and it must be resisted because it is unconstitutional. Yeah, so good. Well, Robin, I, I have a generalized question. I don't even know how to ask it, but it, it concerns the puppet master, the ringmaster, the guy in the basement giving the orders to uh, Biden. He's not a very good ventriloquist because Biden doesn't know how to say the words given to him. I mean, he can't. He doesn't have the strength to to listen and. Speak repeat after me but i guess what i want to know is if the lord's showing you any kind of consequence towards obama for what he's doing and for what he's trying to do to this nation well you know i was going to uh i was sitting here debating on whether i should say this or not because the lord has shown me this and i i have to say some things here coming up that will uh, uh then i can reveal some more things but i have to I have to meet with someone first. Okay. And uh, but I will tell you this: uh, Barack Obama was. Oh man, this is tough to say. You know, I mean, I, I've got to say it right. But I'm I'm kind of people think I'm kind of wild anyway. So <laughs> here here is the thing: Barack Obama was denied the presidency by God Himself. He was, it was removed from his hands in 2010. Well, while he was still him. living in the White while House. While he was still in the White House. Okay. It was removed from him. And it's because he lied to the Lord. He lied to him. He, he told the Lord uh, certain things. And when, when he became the president the first time, that was, he was probably really elected the first time. And when he became the president, he threw Israel under the bus right off. He went back and lied about everything he said about uh, a marriage and, and defining marriage and so forth. He, With one stroke of the pen, he killed millions of children on the spot, unborn. I mean, one stroke of his pen. And then when he did in 2010, you know, he was speaking in front of a, uh, a women's conference. And... Uh, while he was talking, his presidential seal fell off his podium, just fell off because a prophet told him uh, and just spoke it out and said, you, you lied. You're done. 
And when he did, it fell off. After that, and all the control he had over all the Congress, everything, he couldn't get anything done. Remember, he just finally started playing golf and, and grew older because he couldn't get anything done. Now he's decided he's going to be the president again, and he's running it from a back room somewhere. And that's, that's easily proved. If anybody don't know this, they don't know what they're looking at. Well, here is the thing. He has been denied by heaven. And the other day, the Lord told me something, and I wrote it down. I haven't said it all that I know of yet, but he said he is not. He forfeited that. The, the Lord does not recognize him as the president and never will. When this happened, that portal Roger's talking about, um, you notice in Elijah's day when the portal opened and the prophets of Baal who sacrificed children, when that came down, they lost the battle. That's what's happening. Roe v. Wade overturned the prophets of Baal. This thing came down in the federal level. Now the fight is just beginning, but on the state level. But it's all tied together, Steve. And Obama will not be the president. And he forfeited his, I, I, I can't say something right yeah. now, but he, he cannot be the president. And heaven's against him. And he will not rise as the president. Well, I mean, is, isn't that what you were seeing when, you know, I was saying kind of quipping, but I'm, when he says in Biden's ear and whatever Biden's supposed to be repeating, yeah. he yeah. can't even hear him. So he can't repeat it. He can't follow him with his brain. It's like God's sending a spirit of confusion between I, his. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say this, that soon the man in the basement will be dragged into the open. I'm just going to say that. Soon he will be revealed to the world. He'll be dragged into the open. But the position he thought he had, he can never have. And um, just that's all I can really say right this yeah. moment. Yeah. But, but it will be revealed. And I don't think it's going to be long. I don't think it's going to be long because now the spotlight, have you noticed, Roger, have all of you noticed that it's, it's started to turn toward the man in the basement. Yeah. Everybody's starting to talk about it now. Mm -hmm. the spotlight's moving that direction to reveal him who it is. Because anybody with any sense knows that Biden's not leading anything. Uh, I am of the view, and I've said this, uh, and I believe it, uh, and I don't know, Robin, if it's been revealed to you yet, but I think it will be, uh, that Michelle Obama uh, is the designated one. That mm. Michelle Obama uh, is the likely Democratic candidate for president mm. in 2024, which, of course, would again mean that the ringmaster continues to Still run runs it. Yeah. She's mm. out doing this book tour. She's out speaking at these various mm. forums. She's certainly not doing that because she needs the money. Uh, the Obamas are epically wealthy. Uh, there is within the Democratic Party a schism between the Clintons and the Obamas. The Obamas understand that the final result 
of special counsel John Durham's investigation, while it will not be to prosecute Hillary Clinton, it will be so devastating that it will eliminate her as a political force, right. clearing the way for the Obama's complete and total control and domination of the Democratic Party. Uh, so that's where I think if we have another election, and that's an open question, uh, I also do not rule out uh, the rise of a new pandemic. Only two days ago, uh, the president announced the spending of millions of dollars on new vaccinations for our next pandemic. How does he know we're going to have another pandemic? Or is the purpose of this pandemic for him to sign an executive order that says going to any polling place is too dangerous and all voting should be done by mail-in right. voting? Right. Uh, th these are issues that I'm praying about today. Uh, these are the things that I'm seeing. Yeah. What do you think, Robin? Can you, th can you see how, how a while ago uh, what Roger was talking about about uh, our rights and all, you see how the red flag laws can mm -hmm. can oh yeah can be put right in. As they had another pandemic that people decided to believe in again. Oh yeah, everything. Um, see, this is all uh, the political realm is where the powers of the spirit come to meet and fight. But see, Obama, he has a weakness, and I can't say it right now. But there is a weakness, but I will tell it, that um, he, it will be revealed. And um, uh, he won't be allowed to do this. Heaven's on high alert, my friends. Heaven right now is on high alert. And God, <clears throat> the Bible says the Lord sits in the heavens and laughs. <laughs> These people make him laugh because of their, their, their facade of power that they think they have. But know this, <laughs> says the Lord, that people who think they have this great power in this earth, they take one breath at a time, one breath at a time. And all that has to be done is a breath from heaven. Cut that breath off and cut it short and they breathe no more. And it makes no difference who they are. Once they move out of the, pic the picture, then nothing matters about them anymore, does it? For heaven sits and laughs at this facade of power. For the Lord says, I am doing things in the wind. And I am doing things behind the scenes. And I am causing things to shape up in this earth, says the Lord. And I will have my purpose in this earth. And there is not a puny dictator such as Obama will be able to dictate to the Lord God Almighty who sits in the heavens and laughs. For I'm about to laugh big enough and you will hear of an earth shake that will show you that I have stomped my feet as I laughed out loud in the heavens. Watch for it. Listen for it. For the Lord says, surely it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Very profound. Go ahead, Roger. There is, at this moment, without any question, a concerted effort uh, coming uh, through this this uh, elaborately produced television show that is the January 6th hearings uh, to try to make a case for the prosecution of uh, President Donald Trump. Uh, and therefore, at this juncture, despite the fact that I believe he's committed no crime whatsoever, he too uh, merits our prayers. Yeah. If you believe he is a godly man, and I do, because I've only known him yeah. 42 years, 
uh, he too needs the the prayer, our prayers today. Uh, he so petrifies the established order. He so terrorizes the status quo. Uh, he so stands in the way of their plan for one world government, for American sovereignty, for a Christian-based government. Uh, and his tremendous accomplishment in the appointment of the justices uh, who brought us the majority for the overturn of Roe v. Wade is perfect proof of what I say. But, but Satan has a plan. There is a plan afoot to disqualify him from another bid at the presidency. Uh, those are the terms I see it in. Uh, and therefore, he too merits our prayers yeah. uh, because he's on, he, he, he's on a, this is not about him. Believe me, it's not about him. The presidency probably cut Donald Trump's net worth in a half. He's lost billions by choosing to serve his country. Oh. By the way, he took his salary as president and he and he donated every year to, to help veterans. Uh, he was never in this for the acclaim or the pomp and circumstance or the fancy house or the fancy plane. Had all those earthly things. Uh, he ran at great cost to himself because he loves this nation. Uh, and uh, he is in a, he is under attack perhaps more than anyone in the country other than me at this juncture. So uh, I ask you to pray for him as well. Yeah. You know, Robin, I'm going to, uh, this is probably a, a good point to, to say that this is a good amount of time so people can process this, but any last things you want to add? And then I'm going to ask you to pray as Rogers just mentioned, and just for the nation, uh, anything okay. else you want to say before you do that? Or I, uh, I want, I want everybody to know this, and I'll, I'll do this fast as I can. Steve, no, no worries. Yeah. That that the this nation had a covenant, has a covenant with the Almighty. Yeah. See, Israel was created because God loved Israel, but America was created because America loved God. And so it's the only two nations on the earth that was created in the love of God. Our mm. Declaration of Independence was written out of all sermons preached prior the years leading up to that point. It's made up of all those sermons. Really? And the Constitution, everything is made to protect the God-given rights. And so it was a covenant made with God. That's why Ben Franklin wanted to make our national seal Moses at the Red Sea. That was the first seal that was that was submitted. Uh, we all knew this. Our nation knew this. Now watch. It's a covenant before God. And so I want you to notice this. You know, you can't really you can't really indict a sitting president. I mean, you to think about what was just said. Trump, Donald Trump is still the president. This is why they can't get it done. It's a covenant with God that's in our laws, everything. He's still the president. They can't get their circus to, to take hold of something. And so that anointing is still on the man. I heard the Lord say this earlier in the program before I pray about Roger. And Roger, I'm supposed to tell you something that it won't be long. You don't quit. If you don't quit and you stay with it, 
because the Lord won't make anybody do anything. He bids you do something. And then you have to, by choice, walk into it. That's just like, well, anything. But the Lord says, if you won't quit, that the nation, that people that that call you traitor and this and that and all this kind of stuff, said you will be recognized as a true patriot in the future and that you were really doing something that wasn't seen at the time. And so this is a reward coming. And the Lord says, just don't stop. And you will be recognized as such. You can count on that. I heard the Lord say that. He brought it back to me twice. So... Good word. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. And Steve, I appreciate uh, you allowing me to call for the help that I need. Literally Absolutely. on a monthly basis, we're hanging on uh, by a by a thread. No, I'm not a profiteer. No, I'm not in this for the money. I just like to feed my family while I wage this fight. So folks who can go to stonefamilyfund.com and help us. God bless you. Um, I won't quit, Robin. There's no way in the world that I will quit. Uh, I do need to sustain myself. Uh, but I'm glad to be here. And I so deeply appreciate, Steve, the opportunity Absolutely. to talk about what's going on on an everyday basis Absolutely. Uh, and how I am strengthened and bolstered by the Lord. We're very, very yeah. grateful for that. And a reminder to those of you that even if you just signed on, signed on a few minutes ago, stonefamilyfund.com, right there under Roger's uh, picture there, that is where you can donate into his ministry. So, uh, Robin, if you'll, uh, looks like you just went on uh, mute for a second. Your mute button went on again. You must have something that you hit. Can you unmute him from your end? We can't unmute him from our side if he mutes himself. Okay. Uh, he doesn't know how to unmute himself, I don't think. There you I'm go. There is. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and pray then uh, if you could. Okay. Remember, remember, everybody remember this. If George Washington had not had won the War of Independence, he would have been hanged as a traitor. You need to remember that. The Lord brought that back to me this morning here at the fortress when I was walking around. If, if you don't win this one, if we don't stay the course and win, they will come after us. They'll come after anyone who's a Bible-believing Christian. And remember that. Father, I pray for mm. everyone now. I pray, Lord, for Roger. I... Mm. Robin's sound went out again. I wonder what keeps happening. Um... Hey, Robin, you're muted again. Can you hear us? Well, he's praying an anointed prayer, I can tell, but we can't hear. Even without the sound, I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. You're right, Roger. You really are. Um, we'll let him finish. Uh, we don't have, we can't even record that because it's it doesn't come through. Uh, he's calling Chris to it real quick to see if she can get there. It doesn't seem like he's touching anything. There's something automated to try. That's probably a spiritual warfare thing because I didn't see him touch anything and the, and the mute button went on for him. So, well, I would sure love to hear Amen. the voicemail. 
I don't know if you heard me praying, but we actually did not hear most of that, Robin. I prayed. Yeah, I hear, and it was we were just talking. He said we can feel the anointing on it. Hallelujah! But for some reason, the sound shut off. So, all right. Well, uh, well, God bless you, Robin. I don't, I don't know what happened to the sound at the end, but we love you. Thank you, Roger. We love you as well. You always have a great day. Thank you again. Thank you, Stephen. God bless you all. God bless you. Bye bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.